Really hot down there. Like brutally hot. So outside right now is like air conditioning. <laughs> so, so this morning we're going to speak about uh, spiritual mindset. And as Christians, that should be our goal, always to have a spiritual mindset. And what I mean by that really is to have a biblical mindset. So when I'm saying you need to have a spiritual mindset, I mean you have to have a Bible mindset. Because that word spiritual can be very generalized in our world today. It can mean lots of things. And as Christians, you want to be spiritual. But essentially, you want to be biblical. The word of God is called the sword of the spirit. So God's words are spiritual. So if you are to have a spiritual mindset, you need to spend time studying, reading, hearing this, these words. So your goal this morning is to embrace, develop uh, a spiritual mindset. And to do that, you must spend time in the scriptures. And see the, and see the scriptures this morning as God's voice to your mind. So when you read God's words, it's literally his voice speaking to your mind. And as your mind is influenced by God's voice, then your feelings, then your emotions, your will, your actions, will be aligned to his voice. Let's pray. Father, speak to us this morning. And as you have been since we came here. You, you have been speaking to us through song. Through the reading of scripture. Through prayer. And so, Lord, we welcome your voice. Lord, give us faith to believe. Help our unbelief. Give us a spiritual mindset. 
a mindset that is like Jesus. So that we can do your will. For your glory. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So we're talking about how the mind is influenced. And the mind is a tricky thing. It can play tricks on you. It can make you feel things that you really don't want to feel. It can begin to convince you that you are a certain way when you're not. And so in many ways, the mind is a battlefield. And as Christians, you better be ready to recognize what are good and holy and right thoughts and distinguish that from evil thoughts. Young person, you might have lots of weird feelings and weird thoughts. And a lot of times that's being fueled by what you're being exposed to. Let's just say on social media. We'll just pick that as an example. But just because you have these weird thoughts or feelings, that doesn't mean that's who you are. If you are having thoughts or feelings that you would say are unholy, then that's not who you are. If you're a Christian and you have the Holy Spirit in your life, then you have a different mindset. So if there are things that are coming against you, recognize that it's a battle. Satan knows if he's going to control you, he's going to come at you with ideas, with thoughts, with feelings. That's who your adversary is. That's who you're fighting. So recognize that. Don't be surprised at what you're going through. And so look at that quote. That quote is very insightful. 
and understand that your mind is that battlefield. And essentially, it's going to come down to whose voice are you going to believe? Right? The victory is going to be won by whose voice you're going to agree with. You're either going to agree with what you think you are, and you're ultimately going to agree with what you think you feel. Or you are going to agree with what God says you are, and what God says you should feel. So think in your life for a minute. Is there a thought? Is there an idea that seems to be dominant that just seems to always bother you? It, it could be anything. It could be something from the past. It could just be something that's going on in your life now. It could be a fear. A worry. A desire. But it just seems to always be lingering behind you like Goliath, right? Like this, just this big, big feeling. That just seems to always push down on you. I like to refer to those intrusive um, ideas or thoughts as sort of Goliath thoughts. And many times when you have an oppressive idea or an oppressive thought or something that's really bothering you all the time, it can make you feel like you're fighting Goliath. And the reason it's like Goliath is because everything else around you might be fine, but this thought pops in your mind and it just kind of steals your joy and it steals your peace and it just makes you many times just grumpy too. So, so,如果说是这一个,为什么说像哥尼亚就是因为周围的一切好像都是不错,都还可以,但是一旦这个思想进入到你头脑中的时候,你就失去了平安,失去了喜乐,而且呢,你就开始变得满腹牢骚。I mean, I see this with my daughter sometimes. Sometimes she's happy and everything's fine. And then like two seconds, she's like moody and touchy and you can't be like, you have to be careful. I'm like, what just happened? And I know what's happening. There's a Goliath thought that's bothering her, that's taunting her, that's just taking her peace. Because 
Something she's been triggered by something, something she just saw, something she just thought about, something she just read, something is triggering something to make her upset, to make her not joyful, to make her sad. And that's how we can feel sometimes. Sometimes we can, I mean, look at the picture. Sometimes we feel like David and we're fighting this enormous giant and it's just an idea. It's just a thought, but it feels like this. Now, the lesson we can learn from David is that you don't have to be oppressed or beaten down by these Goliath thoughts. I mean, from the story in 1 Samuel, Goliath is a huge giant. He's a warrior. He's brave. He's strong. He has a spear. A huge sword. A shield. And he's arrogant. He's making fun of the armies of Israel. He's making fun of God's armies, God's people. And most of the people were afraid of him. In fact, all of Israel, all of God's people were afraid. They were afraid by what they thought might happen if they fought Goliath. They were ultimately being intimidated by Goliath's voice. He was just saying things and it was intimidating them. And then there's David. Just a shepherd. No sword. No spear. No shield. No, no experience as a warrior. Certainly not as big as Goliath. But David, David fought the Goliath voice with the words of God. If you have your scriptures in 1 Samuel, chapter 17, verse 45, you can Read what David said to Goliath in 1 Samuel 1745. And in 1 Samuel 1745, it says, Then David said to the Philistine, 
thou cometh to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defiled. 第四十五节，第十七章，第四十五节，大卫对非利士人说：“你来攻击我是靠着刀枪和铜戟，我来攻击你是靠着万军之耶和华的名，就是你所怒骂、带你以色列军队的神。”And so David, as we know, prevails because his faith, his trust, is grounded in God. 我们知道大卫之所以得胜，是因为他立足在神的应许之上，在信心里头。Goliath was big and intimidating. Uh, but David's God was bigger. And I think sometimes we get overwhelmed because our God is just too small. And that's why spending time with the Bible is so important because your vision and your mindset about God expands.那就是为什么我们要花时间来读圣经，因为我们在读圣经的时候，我们就意识到我们所信的神，我们的我们对神有更更正确的认识，就能意识到神，我们也深深合起了伟大。And David knew, just he believed that God was with him. He had that mindset. He believed it. And it didn't matter that Goliath was bigger. It didn't matter that Goliath had better equipment, better technology. David was so determined to give God glory and honor. And he was he wasn't going to allow Goliath to rob him, rob him of his faith in God. And don't let the devil, don't let your own evil thoughts, don't let others rob you of what God has given you. And if you're a Christian, you know who you are. You know you're a child of God. You're a follower of Jesus. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And embrace that. And David was so confident, the scripture goes further, and this is crazy. It says that David actually runs after Goliath. He runs towards Goliath. I mean, sometimes in the movies, it looks like Goliath is running after David or David is backing up. David is actually running towards him. And then with a simple sling and a stone strikes down the giant. You know, God has given you also stones and a sling and it's called his words. 
I mean, think about it. It doesn't look like much, does it? How can we defeat an enemy like Satan with this? And the reality is, we can. Because God says, this is your spiritual sword. And we're going to look at how to use that today. So the reason that your thoughts, and we see this in the story of David, are so important is because your thoughts, they're powerful. I mean, think about it. If I said to you right now, if I came up to you and I said, you are so beautiful. Or if I said, man, you are just so smart. And if, if I was authentic and you believe that, it would affect you. You'd be like, oh, well, thank you. It would actually make you smile. I mean, our thoughts are powerful because they affect your feelings. They affect your actions. And so let's reflect on it for a minute. And let's look at Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Now, this is a long list. And so if you're, if you're a Christian and you're going, you know, I'm constantly being beaten down by my Goliath thoughts. And there may be more than one Goliath thought in your mind that's bothering you. Well, then, this should be great news for you, this scripture. Because God is giving you permission today to start thinking this way. God does not say he wants you to focus and fixate on the Goliath thoughts in your mind. And again, these Goliath thoughts could be anything. They could be suicidal thoughts. They could be gender identity confusion thoughts. It could be perverse sexual thoughts. It could be any of those things and more. But God is telling you, I, he doesn't want you focused on those things. He's actually giving you permission to think these things. God wants you to think about true things and honest things and just things and pure things. And let's face it, most of the time we just don't. 
，要知道我们要是呃坦白的话，我们知道常常的我们不是思想这些。I mean, the reality is many times we are like the armies of Israel, and we're just standing still. We're paralyzed. We're scared. We don't want to do anything because Goliath is just too scary. 事实上，有些时候我们就像是以色列的军兵一样，面对哥利亚的时候，我们就吓得一动不动，而且不不知所措，而且呢，呃，觉得自己是无能为力。And then when we hear about the Davids, we just say, "Oh, that's for them, but not for me." 我们一想到大卫的时候，我们就说，哦，呃，那是大卫主将，那个那个事情对我是没有没有什么效果。Now, what's interesting about the scripture in Philippians is it's talking about Not just thinking about a good thing. Ah,、uh, 要知道这个，我们今天读的是呃经文，不仅仅是说我们在想这些事情。You know, it's not just going. Okay, I'm thinking. You know, about what a good day I'm going to have today. I'm going to go to the beach. Okay, you know, it's going to be a nice day. No, 不是说我今天就要怎么，我就坐下来，我就想一想。哦，想今天有这样的事情，那样的事情，也许沙滩上的天气不错。But the word thinking about these things is really the word meditate. 而这地方讲的要思想，不仅仅就是要想一想，而是要去沉思、去默想。And so, for you to get the full benefit and the full blessing of this scripture, you've got to really think and really dive into these thoughts. 如果你要从这些的经文里头受益的话，你要思想的，真是要好好的沉淀下来，仔细的来思想，进一步到经文里头去。You got to be intentional. You're gonna have to fight a little bit. You might have to delete some apps. You 必须要从你的手机上要删掉一些的啊程式 You might have to delete Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. 你也许要从你的手机上要把你的呃叫什么来着 Facebook Because you can't, because you can't be, you can't have it both ways, right? You can't be like, oh, Goliath, my Goliath thoughts are bothering me,、uh, and you know, I'm reading the Bible, but it's just, it's not working. This is not a middle road. You can't have two sides. You can't say, I want to fight this battle, I want to fight this Goliath's thoughts. You can't say, I want to read the Bible. I mean, yeah, if you spend five hours on TikTok, Reading a page of the scripture is not going to be very fun. You have to remember one thing. If you are on TikTok, what is it called? Dolin. If you are on Dolin, you have already spent five hours on TikTok. Then you have read a page of the scripture. That is surely right. I mean, you can you can understand that, right? Like if you are spending hours on, I am just using this as an example. It could be anything, video games, whatever. But if you are spending hours on social media, Well, reading five minutes of scripture or ten minutes of scripture—that's not going to do much for you. You, this is actually very simple. If you don't necessarily say on your phone or on social media, any other thing, if you spend five hours or a long time on that, then you read five minutes of scripture. This five minutes of scripture, for you, is not going to do much for you. I mean, to to start thinking this way, you've got to make different choices. If you want to have such a thinking way, you've got to 
you're something other than what you know to be and you're just battling like, am i this am i that i don't know who am i what, what's going on with my life Well, God is telling you, you don't have to think that way or feel that way. God is saying, think about what is true about you. And you, and you open up the scriptures and, the, and God will tell you what's true about you. That if you are a believer in him, then you're his child. <laughs> that you're a king. That you're a priest. That you're holy. And that he has filled you with his righteousness. And you start embracing who God says you are. And then and then the Goliath thoughts won't be as intimidating. Because if you have the Holy Spirit in you, then God is always going to lead you, move you towards righteous things, good things, true things. And what that means is that if you are being led to think about evil things, bad things, tempting things, perverse things, that's not the voice of God. So you don't have to listen to that. You don't have to follow that voice. Psalm 1 talks about this beautifully. And in, and in Psalm 1, it talks about Basically, if you are meditating, if you're chewing on, if you're thinking deeply about God's words, uh, and if you're spending time with his voice, then you will be like a tree. Go outside and push against the tree. Any tree. And you will realize something. When you put your hands on that tree. It is strong. It is, it is stable. Right? You are not moving that tree. You can drive your car into the tree and the tree is not moving. You're going to move. And, and God says to you, He promises you that if you spend time with Him in His words, you will be spiritually like that tree. 
神的话语就告诉我们说，如果我们花时间在神的话语里面去思想他的话语，那么我们就像一棵树一样那样的牢靠和稳固。And you will be like David, and when you get those Goliath thoughts, when Goliath pops up, you'll be like whatever. You're going to run after it with the word of God and defeat it with the word of God, and you're not going to spend time fixating on Goliath. You're going to spend time fixating on your God. 这样子一来，如果有哥尼亚斯的思想再次来挑衅我们的时候，我们就不会专注在哈纳，我们会专注在神那里。And as you fixate on God and think about God's thoughts and think about God's ways and think about God's stories, then the Bible says not only will you be a tree, but you'll bear fruit.呃，要知道说，如果我们是真的专注在神的话语上头，而不是专注在这些哥尼亚斯的思想上头的时候，你不但是像一棵稳固的树。You'll be filled with love and kindness and goodness all the things that you love Jesus for. And all the things that you really like in other people. So here are just some four questions I want you to be thinking about. Sorry about the wording, it just uh, the PDF it just it got messed up. That's alright. Uh, so, so, so reflect on this question. Are you right? The responsibilities on you, are you permitting unbiblical thoughts? To climb into your mind. And think about like where, what source, from what source are they climbing into my mind? Then change the source. Like, I don't know why, for example, I don't know why young people sometimes expose themselves to scary movies, for example. Like, most of the time, you guys are allowing evil things into your life because you think it's fun. But if you're if you're allowing evil things into your mind, then don't be surprised that you don't feel good, that you feel depressed, you feel sad, because you just exposed yourself to violence or sex or 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 evil. 如果你自己允许这一些不好的想法，啊，你把你把自己暴露在这一些的影响之下，比方说暴力、血腥、呃，色情等等之类的，你当然会被它所影响。I mean, some of you are inviting Goliath into your room, and then you complain when Goliath is there. And what God wants you to do is run after Goliath with his words, defeat Goliath, cut off Goliath's head, and have nothing to do with Goliath ever again. <coughs> and 
Now, another question. Are you permitting unbiblical thoughts to swirl in your mind? You know, it could be it could be something as simple as just having blasphemous thoughts. 有些有些的想法,比方說就是亵渎神的一些想法。And what that is, you know, I'm experiencing this now with uh my daughter, it's just like thoughts will pop into her mind like against God. 有些時候這些想法,比方說現在正發發生在我一個女兒的身上,她有些時候就會有些想法出來就是要抵擋神。And and it's she doesn't want those thoughts. 就是有些時候就是在想這些想法。But they just seem to like pop into her mind. 有些時候就忽然就出現 you know, whatever it could be thoughts like, you know, I hate Jesus, or just thoughts that would really like like they are really bothering her. And I tell her, don't don't focus on why you're thinking that way. See, see, she's allowing it to swirl in her mind. 但是呢,有些時候他就讓這個想法在他的裡頭盤踞,在裡頭來。Did I really say that? Did I just think it? Did I say it? Why am I believing? Why did I say that? Does that mean this? Oh, oh, is God mad at me? Will God forget? I mean, she's it's just swirling. 他有些時候這些想法出現的時候,他就會開始對著這個想法來增加,說我為什麼這樣想,是不是因為我有什麼這樣那樣的事情,神如何會看我,我該如何來做? And God does not want you to overanalyze that type of stuff. Do not be OCD with evil, bad, wicked, sinful thoughts. You know OCD, right? You know, like, I got to keep touching something 500 times so it feels good. You understand that, right? Do you understand what I'm talking about? Which is not. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I understand because I'm OCD, so I know. <laughs> so, uh, so right? It's like obsessing, right? You don't want to obsess on those things. And, and Jesus modeled that, of course, right? Jesus said, don't obsess. On the evil thought or the evil feeling, don't obsess about it. So I tell her, the minute that happens, you confess. You say, "Lord, forgive me." And then you receive his forgiveness. And you say, Lord, thank you for hearing me. Thank you for forgiving me. And then you move forward. But you don't obsess about it. Because there's no way out of that. It's a hole and it just oppresses you. So another question, are there certain thoughts which are driving you crazy? Now knowing that we're all human, I'm sure the answers to all these questions, even for me, are yes. You know, I, I, those are things I can say yes to every one of those questions. 
Right? I mean, if we're honest, right? There are things that bother us a lot. And this is why Philippians 4.8 is so important. Now, let me ask you a question. There is a story about a, a Roman who's taking over Jerusalem. And these two Romans are talking because there's, you know, there, there isn't peace in Jerusalem and there's a lot of talk about this Messiah. And this one Roman says, uh, these ideas, these ideas about the Messiah, they're spreading. And the other, the other Roman said, oh, don't worry about that. But then the other Roman said, well, these ideas are spreading and people are believing them. I mean, how do you fight an idea? You know, how do you fight a thought? And what the other Roman said, he had the answer. And he said, you ask, how do you fight an idea? And he says, I'll tell you how with another idea. Right? How do you fight a Goliath idea? With a God-given idea. How do you fight an evil thought? You fight it with a holy thought. Does that make sense? Because again, outside you're fine, you're not in pain, your, your fingers might be moving, you can see, you can hear, everything seems fine, but there's this battle going on in here and you feel like the world is coming to an end. But don't be surprised by that. That's where Satan attacks. How did he fight Eve? With just thoughts. Words. Suggestions. He just that's he just gave that to Eve and say, Did God really say? And God didn't really say that. And God didn't really mean it's just thoughts. Right? 
And instead of rejecting it, she allowed it to swirl. She allowed, she became obsessed with those ideas. And then she did what she knew basically was wrong. So, so let's wrap it up with some strategy. All right, let's get practical. So, so if you have, and I'm sure you do because I do, if you have Goliath thoughts, and these are the ones that are scary, these are the ones that bother you, these are the ones that trouble you, these are the ones that almost kind of control you. And you could just be driving in your car and everything seems great. Also, this thought pops in your mind like, oh, not this again. Well, here are some strategies that you can apply so that you don't get defeated by your Goliath thoughts. And again, you're not going to be obsessed with Goliath, right? God does not, I mean, Philippians 4.8 tells you, like, God does not want you thinking obsessively or at all about these evil things in your, your mind and life. I mean, God is literally giving you permission. He says, I want you to think as much as possible about what is good and true and praiseworthy and awesome. I want you to think about those things all the time. And what you've got to do is you've got to be humble and let it go. You're being prideful by analyzing it and trying to be like, well, this isn't who I am and why do I do this? You've got to just say, God, I'm casting it, as you said, on you. I'm casting it on you. Here, take it. God, here's my past. God, here's that thing I did 30 years ago that's still bothering me. Here, take it. Here's this weird thought that's making me feel something that I know that's not true, but God, here, I, I don't even want to think about it. Here, take it. You got to be humble to do that. 
Because your sinful self will say, no, don't do that. You're not being responsible. Focus on it. Analyze it. Try to figure it out. Problem solve it. But you know from experience, that's a losing strategy. I mean, you want win-wins in your life, not lose-lose. And when you fixate on Goliath, you are entering a lose-lose. Because all it's going to do is make you feel worthless. It's going to make you feel sad. It's going to make you feel just depressed. You know that. So be humble and say, Lord, I can't deal with this. I'm giving it to you. Take this fear. Take this worry. Take this past. Take this evil thought. Whatever. Just take it, Lord. I, it's not what I want. Take it. Now go to Philippians 4 for a minute, because I just gave you one of the strategies that's not mentioned up there, but it's really one of the main strategies. Go to Philippians 4. And, and we're we were focused on verse 8, but if you go to verse 4 and just look at verse 4 to 9, it, it gives you the map. It gives you the, the, the strategic plan to have a spiritual mindset. I mean, if you look at verse 8 that we read, but you can't look at that in isolation. You can't just be like, okay, I'm going to start thinking about true things, good things. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to start thinking that. That's not going to really work. And you know that. Because you are, you, we are naturally drawn to bad things. And, and what that means is it's easier for us to think of ourselves as ugly rather than beautiful. Right? It's easier for us to think that we're not good enough rather than to think we're good enough. It's easier for you to think I'm not smart. I'm never, you know, can't, you know, I never make anybody happy. It's easier for you to think that way rather than to think I'm smart. God made me smart. That's what sin has done to us. 
it has corrupted everything that's good. And sin has made our lives very frustrated. And when you're frustrated, uh, <laughs> <laughs> when, when you're stressed, how's that? Oh, stress because stress. Yeah. Okay. And when you're stressed, right, it's not bringing forth. It's not what, when you're stressed and frustrated, you, what you typically do is blame God. But don't blame him. He doesn't want it this way. He didn't want it this way. And he will change it. But in the meantime, he's going to teach you how to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now look at verse, look at verse four of four, Philippians four four. What is it saying? Begin with. You want to start fighting Goliath? Start. Lord, thank you. Lord God, thank you for waking me up. Oh God, you are so good. Oh God, you're amazing. Oh God, thank you. I mean, how often do you do that? Probably not often. Me either. <laughs> but I need to. And maybe that will change my, my, my frown into more of a smile. I mean, I should have just woke up this morning and be like, oh, God, thank you. I was flying 30,000 feet and you brought me down to safety. Thank you so much. And God, thank you so much that I know Jesus. Thank you so much that I have hoped I'm going to be resurrected if I die. Thank you so much for your goodness. And look at verse 6. Be careful for nothing. Don't be anxious. For anything. God is telling you that. He's saying, I'm giving you permission. Stop worrying. You would think we would be like, thank you, God. That's awesome. What we, what we do is go, well, that's not realistic, and I need to focus on this. I got to try to figure this out, even though nothing's changing, right? But God is giving you permission. Stop worrying about whatever is bothering you. Stop. And then before we put into practice verse 8, what is God telling us to do? He says, but in everything by what? Prayer. Begin there with your new mindset. When you're fighting Goliath, pray. Uh, 
告诉谁？所以在和哥尼亚式的思维打仗的时候，第一件事情接下来。So before you even do the strategies I'm going to talk about, pray. 所以在我要谈到这些策略之前，重要的就是我们要祷告。Lord, help me. I don't know why I'm thinking this way. I don't want things to play. Please, God, just give me strength. 我们叫到神的面前，神啊，我不知道我为什么这样的想法，但是请你帮助我，让我来打开这仗。Lord, help me. 主啊，帮助我。Lord, I need you. Just go vertical. Be like a falcon heavy rocket. Just go straight up. And then think about what is good and true and just. So one thing you could do after you pray is sing. And we modeled it just before. All of church is modeling these things. Find a good Christian song. You're, you're having tempting thoughts. What should you do? Pray and then sing. Our, our brother read Psalm 103. That's just a song. 我们要知道，弟兄今天读的诗篇第一百零三篇，其实就是一个诗歌。We read it as poetry, but it's a song. 我们读是当为一个诗的，其实是一个歌。And what a song 103 is, isn't it? 这个诗篇一百零三篇是很奇妙的。I mean, if you just today focus on Psalm 103 and begin to believe it, it would change everything in your life. 如果你专注在诗篇一百零三篇里头。I believe if you spend thirty minutes with Psalm 103 today, you'd come away a new person. I believe if you spend thirty minutes with Psalm 103 today, you'd come away a new person. The other thing you can do is, aside from singing, is imagine the word. 第三件事情就是我们呃，除了祷告和唱诗以外，我们还有一件事情就是来思想神的话。The other day I was reading uh Revelation 19. 昨天我在读诗篇第十九呃哦 no 呃启示录第十九章的时候。And I just read a few verses. 我就读了几节的圣经。And it was about when Jesus comes back. 我就想到耶稣要回来的时候。And it described what he looked like. 而且在那里啊描述耶稣会像怎么样。And I still remember, like his name is faithful and true. 而且我记得那里说到他的他名为真实公义。His eyes are like a flame of fire. 他的眼他的眼睛像啊像啊像啊呃像火焰。On his thigh is the name King of Kings and Lord of Lords. 在他的大腿上写着万主之主万王之王。And I began just to imagine what 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 is that going to look like. I started thinking about what his eyes look like. 我就思想他的眼睛会像。And how bright are those flames of fire? Are they hot? How large? What does it look like? 那火焰究竟有多热？它是什么样的形状？等等的，我就我就想象这些东西。So as you read the Bible, read in small portions and then imagine it. Think about it. 所以我们在读圣经的时候，有些时候我们哪怕是读一点，要么就开始去想象这些事
ask ask questions about it wonder about god's word analyze god's word not your evil thoughts another thing that's interesting is speaking the word so some strategies right first pray then sing the word Sing, sing the word, word of God. Sing the word. For first one, first one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Then another thing you can do is imagine the word. And and the last thing is speak the word. When Jesus was battling Satan's ideas, how did he defeat Satan's ideas? He fought it with a God-inspired idea. The scripture does not show us saying that Jesus was wondering, like, why does Satan want me to turn the stones into bread? Why did he say that? Why am I even thinking that? I shouldn't be thinking that. The father would be upset if I thought about that, though I am hungry. He didn't do any of that. Satan said something, and Jesus smashes it with the, with it is written. Each time, no reasoning, no obsessing. No, no curiosity about, well, why did he do that? Why am I thinking this? Why am I feeling this? He used God's beautiful words to smash some, something that was going to harm him. So stop allowing your thoughts to harm you. You don't have to. You can say it is written. You know, Jesus says, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And I think I did mention this last time, but remember, you can replace the word, right? It is written, man shall not live by, instead of bread, say, man shall not live by lust alone, by appetite alone. You could insert anything you want that's bothering you, say, I'm not going to live by that. I'm going to live by what God has said. So I, I asked my pastor the other day, I said, we'll close, last story. I'm almost done. We're good, right? We're good. You guys did good. So I said to the pastor the other day, we were talking about something on a Wednesday night Bible service. And we were actually talking about the mind. We were talking about some of the things that we were talking about today. And 
and the pastor is wiser than I am, more experienced than I have. You know, he's been a Christian for so long. He knows so much. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask him a good question because I want to know the wisdom. So, and we can imagine it here, right? Let's pretend the pastor is, my pastor is here. And I've just said all these things. And then what I would ask him is I said, I said, well, Pastor, why is it that we kind of know what to do, but we why is it that we just don't do it? Like even today, all right, you guys know I should be praying, I should be spending time more with the word, I should imagine it, I can sing it, I can speak it, but you probably won't do it. See, I'm I'm hoping that some of you right now are like, well, I'm gonna do it. He told me I was gonna do it. I am gonna.我们要祷告，我们要读经，呃，我们要祷告，我们要说神，呃，要唱神的话，要记神的话，要想象神的话。我们都说了这些之后，很有可能我们不做这些。See, uh, I don't have low expectations. They're they're just realistic.我并非是我对你们的期望太。but I want to know. I said because it's my own frustration. I said, well, why aren't we doing the things that we know we should do? And why aren't we experiencing the benefit from God's word? And this is this is basically what he said. He said he has found that it is super, super important. To wake up like Jesus did in the early morning. And have that quiet time with God. Like you got, he said, you've got to begin your day with that quiet time. And he didn't set any time limit on it. He just said you need to spend quality time in the morning with God and his voice. Because if you think about it, when we're praying, most of the time we're talking to God. But the scripture is the one time where God is speaking to you. So he said, he recommended just begin the morning with God, open his word, allow his voice to be the first thing that penetrates your mind. And I think if we all just started there, we would all have a more biblical mindset. Heavenly Father, we just first ask for forgiveness for our pride. We try to control everything. We think we can figure everything out. 我们总以为我们可以, 呃, 搞清楚, 
but with spiritual things, it's not the way it works. Everything in the world might work that way, but not with spiritual things. You want us to come humbly to you. With all of our imperfections, with our crazy thoughts, you want us to come to you and say, Lord, forgive us, strengthen us, help us. And so, Lord, right now, we come to you. And if you're sitting here today, bring your Goliath thought now, whatever it is that's bothering you, whatever it is you might be embarrassed or ashamed about, and bring it to God now. And just say, Lord, you be my David. I'm not like David. But you are like David. Or David's like you. And Lord, come at this Goliath thought with your power. And I am just going to focus on the, the fact that you heard me. I'm going to thank you. And I'm going to just hold on to what you said that I am. That I'm forgiven. That I'm a new creature in Christ. That I have the mind of Jesus. And that's who I am. I'm a follower of Jesus. I'm a follower of the Holy One. I have the Holy Spirit living in my body. And all those evil feelings and thoughts are not who I am. It might be my old man, but it's not my new man. Because I am saved. I'm born again. And so I'm going to sing unto you. I'm going to imagine your word. I'm going to speak your word when tempted. I'm going to keep it simple. Just like you did. Lord, bless your people. Thank you for this day. We rejoice and praise you. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for dying for us. Thank you for giving us a hope. Thank you that one day you're coming back to make all things new. Thank you that one day the former things, the past, will never be remembered. Come quickly, Lord. Bless your people. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen.